<laughs> Thanks for taking time to do this, Hungover Man. Um, yeah, so for the listeners, for Ruminations listeners, Ruminations from the Red Room, we have today on the podcast Kyle Vandersley. Hello, hello. Welcome all. Welcome one. I said it backwards, but you guys get what I'm saying. He is the host of the upcoming podcast, Ruminations of Red Rum, on the Ruminations Radio Network. This is true. I'm doing a horror cast, guys. Are you excited for me? (laughs) (laughs) We're excited. (laughs) We got to get some really good laughs and record them and and, and drop them in there. Like like we were talking about. Um, I've known Kyle for a few years now. You guys are familiar with him. We've done a few podcasts from the Red Room. Uh, He's been a guest on numerous occasions. And uh, if you haven't picked up on the theme yet, the the hosting, uh, the podcast that he's jumped on, a lot of times we focus on horror. And so at a certain point, we're like, you know what? Kyle just needs to run his own. He's going to just dive into it full force. And he's got a great cast of characters to bring along with him, some co-hosts. And they're going to just tear apart. Uh, well, you know what? Why don't I just hand it over to you, man? What What is the mission statement of Ruminations of Red Rum? The mission statement of Ruminations of Red Rum is... All right, let's back up. I don't have a mission statement yet, but I'll tell you, I'll <laughs> yeah, tell you the overall vibe. I'm doing this podcast because I know there's a lot of people out there that don't have friends to talk to about horror movies. I'm one of those people that, I mean, people come and go out of my life that have a genuine like interest in horror movies like I do, um, but they're, they're very rare. And so I want to make this podcast for those people that don't have anybody to talk to and they can come hang out with us. They could shoot the shit. We could be stupid and dumb. (laughs) There's a lot of drinking involved, but we have fun. But most importantly, we just, we want to be your guys' friends. Like we want you to feel welcome no matter who you are, what you're about. If you're into horror movies, this is the fucking podcast for you to listen to. and. Sometimes we take a very like critical approach and we get very critical with things. Sometimes we just have fun. Um, but yeah. Well, Hey man, like I, I, uh, I love horror movies and I watch them all year round. Obviously with October being here, like people are getting into it like right now. And man, I really like the idea because there are a lot of us who love horror movies are, but necessarily, you know, um, don't have a lot of folks to talk to about it. Uh, so when you say you wanted to reach out to the, the community, it seems like there's a lot of people who, who like horror movies, but what is that you felt like, what, how were you not connecting? Cause I mean, you've got a few friends who listen to horror movies. What are you, you just want people who watch them more often, more frequently year round, not just during October. I just think that like, there's people that watch horror movies, uh, casually. Uh, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's people that watch horror movies because they genuinely like horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that people that watch it casually don't like horror movies. I'm just saying that, like, there's a critical eye and there's, like, a feeling you get when you're just really into horror movies. If you're just, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's a different mental state, like a type of person that is just – that can break down a horror movie and just enjoys horror movies a certain way. It's not, sure. like – I don't know. It's hard to explain, but my – uh, go ahead. I was I was thinking about it because a lot of people think like horror is not just October. You know, it's a lifestyle choice. It's a it's a it's a fandom that goes all year round. Like our you've been in my homes. 
like you know how we set up like we're very horror gothy kind of folks yeah then there are other people who love horror movies but don't outwardly have that same aesthetic do you know what i'm saying yeah i i think that people and just I kind of okay. yeah no 100 percent okay i think it's just some people embrace it as like a lifestyle <laughs> and um they kind of i don't know like i'm obsessed with horror movies like um I guess it, we have to start with the origin. I was going to say for the listeners, let's find out why. You said you're obsessed with horror movies. What what got you started and why are you into them? So I was a wee lad, a wee little lad, okay? <laughs> Maybe uh, four or five. I was way too young to probably, from like society standards, to be watching horror movies. Sure. Um, but my dad introduced me to horror movies at a very young age. Uh, so just to set the background um my dad died of lung cancer and around the time that i was four or five it was uh i feel like he kind of knew his time was limited so i think and granted i I, i've never had this conversation with him obviously i wish i would have but i feel like that he was trying to get me into as much shit as he can before he goes (laughs) that he was into. So it all roots back to my dad. My dad was really into horror movies. He loved them. And I remember one of, it's really weird because I wouldn't really consider this a horror movie necessarily, but one of my first experiences and just memories is sitting in bed watching Virtuosity, I think it's called. Okay. <laughs> Not a is horror movie. Keanu Reeves movie? What, what is that no, one? No, Virtuosity. I think, I think it's called Virtuosity. It's like Russell Crowe. How he plays an AI that comes into Denzel Washington is also in it. Okay. Um, but also my my first like true horror experiences is uh, uh, the movie Thinner and okay. Candyman. Those are like my first two like yeah. horror staples. But I would watch horror movies with him. He passed away. And then I kind of just carried on the tradition, I guess. So my mom uh, would work at a grocery store called Ralph's. And I would spend my summers by myself mostly because obviously I, you know, uh, the one parent and she was working constantly. So, um, but there was this movie store next to the Ralph's. So I would always skate down to see my mom and I would always walk in and I would literally go alphabetically starting with A and just go through the horror movies and just wow. watch them and just watch them. So. Yeah, one one summer I had like trying to check out movies like like as a little kid or they just knew your mom or they knew. That's a great question. Actually, I don't know the answer to that question, but they let me rent them. (laughs) (laughs) They were corrupting the young. That's that's what it was. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, this was the early '90s, mid '90s. It was the Wild West, dude. It's not like a mom and pop video store. Yeah, yeah. It was a very, like, like it wasn't like a blockbuster or Hollywood yeah. video or anything like that. It was like a uh, fucking rewind video or something. Jim's Video Hut. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, man, just my earliest, just my fondest memories is just skating down t- to this video store. They let me rent the horror movies. I would just go through and watch as many of them as I can. And, um, yeah, man, I just, uh, that's, that's how it started. That's awesome. So do you have a favorite genre in the horror, you know, uh, realm? Because, I mean, there's like sci-fi horror, uh, dramatic horror, thrillers, slashers, uh, psychological horror, supernatural horror. 
What's your favorite? Genre? I can. That's a great question. I could tell you my favorite genre, and I could also tell you my least favorite genre. Oh, okay. So, my favorite genre is slashers. Okay. I love slashers. I love a good slasher. I love a bad slasher. I just like slashers. <laughs> there's slashing involved. If it's a bladed weapon, if there's slashing, good. Do you, do you uh, like your first episode that's about to air? Yeah. Uh, you guys cover Saw. You consider that a slasher? No. Okay. Um. So Saw was recommended by Georgie, um, which is one of the cast members. Um. Georgie and I have a great relationship. We would go watch horror movies whenever a new one came out before the whole pandemic started. Um, that's kind of how we started to bond as that's how our friendship was created was through horror. So great. Yeah. 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 I kind of found that I found another, you know, person that saw them like I saw them that liked them. Like I liked them. So um, she recommended saw. I think it's a great movie, but you can go listen to the cast. Mm-hmm. Um but that was her recommendation. Uh, my least favorite genre is uh, religious horror. Okay. So yeah. no exorcist, omen, stigmata, not that, not your favorite. You're nailing them. Yeah. I don't know. Not, not my thing. Like, I think exorcist, I like, I don't like the movie exorcist. Um, I think it, it serves a purpose. And that's like, that's damn near blasphemy. Ironically. no it's true though yeah like in the horror community the exorcist is a very important movie and i agree with that it is a very important movie and i think but i'm just talking about my personal enjoyment which is kind of why i brought the cast members ian and georgie on because we have very different opinions about movies okay yeah i I didn't want to no go ahead you didn't want to i just didn't want to bring the same kind of people as myself onto this. I'm glad that I found hosts, co-hosts that have the passion and love for horror movie, but different interest in that horror, you know, that way I'm not just talking in my own little echo chamber and you're hearing the yeah. same shit. <laughs> no, that's really good. I, I got a quick question for you. Like, yeah. cause the, the, um, did you say religious horror? Yeah. So do you consider something like, um, that's tough for me because like the nun, like in the conjuring universe, is that religious horror because there's a nun iconography or you just don't like the possession subgenre, like think, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think you kind of nailed it. Not necessarily religious horror, but the possession subgenre mm-hmm. um, conjure. Cause, cause then you could say like ghost movies could be religious cause it's yeah, talking right. about the afterlife or like a different, you know, a, a belief of, you know, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's just kind of like the uh, whole exorcism standpoint. Like, I don't like exorcist movies, and there's a lot of them. Um, I think there's one called uh, I, I, you'll, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's called The Possession. Yeah, where it's a like it's a Jewish faith possession story. Uh, we were talking about religious uh, horror movies and your tastes and, and favorites and things, uh, and you like slashers. Can you narrow it down as to why you prefer slashers? I think uh, I just like the – well, first of all, to answer your question, I haven't seen The Possession. I know what it is, the whole uh-huh. Jewish faith thing. Um, it's just not a genre that I typically go after. So mm-hmm. there's a lot I haven't seen. There's a lot I have seen. Uh, I, maybe I should just dive into some of them because 
like I said, things like p- p- uh, possession, uh, the exorcism of Emily Rose, I think was a big one people liked. But um, I I don't give them a chance, and maybe that's close minded to me. So maybe I should jump in a few of those. But slashers, uh, I don't know. I just like the whole like unstoppable force of the main villain. I think <laughs> I, I think like every uh, every nightmare I've ever had is like one specific figure one person that's like trying to get me trying to chase me so maybe mm-hmm. that's why i resonate with slashers because it's like almost like my nightmares projected on screen that's really interesting i'm, I'm wondering like if the, we had a psychologist on the on the cast how they would uh, like basically break that down so you like the movies where there's a guy trying to get you and you're fighting back against it what is this what does that say about kyle you know yeah. are you, you know fighting back against the world is it uh, you know the idea of you like one man versus, uh, I don't know. It's overcoming like an unstoppable force, like a David yeah. and Goliath kind of thing. Yeah. Like that yeah. says a lot about you, I think. Um, so do you prefer a slasher that is bit rooted in the real, like for example, scream, or do you like the supernatural unstoppable force like Michael Myers? Both. I mean, slashers dude are awesome. Slasher. <laughs> slashers. I can't say the word enough. Um, <laughs> No, uh, Scream is one of my favorite movies. I love Scream. Scream's awesome. Yeah. The camp, the campiness is great. I think it's a great teen horror movie, and I like. Well, actually, I won't spoil it, but go watch Scream if you haven't seen Scream. If you haven't seen Scream, what the fuck are you listening to this for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I think Scream that you're watching. If you haven't seen Scream, like I, you just pack it. I don't know. You gotta have seen Scream. Like if you care about horror movies at all, you've seen that movie. You've seen Psycho. You've seen Jaws, you've seen Chainsaw. There are some essential watches. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like Scream, though, because it's it's rooted in reality, obviously, but mm-hmm. spoilers. Should I spoil it? Can't spoil it? Yeah, spoil it. Spoil it away. Okay. There's two killers, so they give you this sense that there's an unstoppable force because this guy keeps getting killed. Or not killed, I'm sorry. He keeps getting hurt in something, but you're like, how is he recovering? But it's because there's two different people. And he's so like in all different places at once. Like, yes, yeah, not that supernatural bent. You're kind of guessing till the end. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's why I think that movie is really cool. But um, no, I'm a full fledged like Jason, Michael Myers. You, you give me like even It Follows, which I know you're not a fan of. And that's not a slasher movie. It's not a slasher mm-hmm. movie. But just this unstoppable like doom dread that you cannot get away <laughs> from is just. I don't know. It's it's my favorite. I like it, and it's, it's done well. Me. You know. It, did you like uh, the uh, the ring? The ring is amazing. Okay, that's another one of those unstoppable forces that's beyond you. And I see a little wandering, uh, little there. butthole dude, little Dougie, <laughs> little meatball. Yeah, you got a great little cast of of fuzzy creatures in your house to to wander by every now and again. It's nice. Yeah, they're all listening. They don't give a fuck about what I'm saying, but they're all listening. <laughs> so if the, those two are your favorites, um, what do you think, what, what would you say are must watches? We kind of touched on that for like half a second. I mentioned Chainsaw, Psycho. What are the, I don't know, just top five to come to mind. Like if you're a horror fan, you got to check these out. That's asking I, That's That's asking a lot, but I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you like, Top five views for me, Halloween, 100%, 1978, the original. Um, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. I think 28 Days Later is a must-watch. 
Uh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I think that, oof, it's a tough question. Um, I like the Universal Monster movies. I know they're corny, and I know they're old, and I know for some people it's hard to watch those movies. But I think the Invisible Man is so well done, and I think it has one of the coolest endings ever. Okay. And then I would probably say last, oh man, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, the original. Yeah, original. Yeah, original. The, the what is it? Snyder. Snyder did the remake. Yeah, pretty solid man though. I'm, I've got to just throw that out there. I think it's pretty good. You mentioned the old school monster movies, like you know Universal monsters and things. Natalie and I just the other night we popped on the old Vincent Price House on Haunted Hill. Oh, so good. Yeah, like if, if for those people who you were saying like some people can't watch them at this point, you gotta be able to just pop those on and enjoy them for what they were and what they are. You know, oh my God, we had a lot of fun watching that, just laughing, poking yeah. fun at it. And, yeah. But I'm realizing that that's kind of like this baseline and without those originals, we don't get to where we are now. Yeah, and that's a whole other aspect that you're talking about. Like those old horror movies, even the bad horror movies, B-rated horror movies, like there's so much enjoyment of, of like laughter and comedy you could find in horror too. Like it's not just the dread. It's not just like the scariness. Like there's so many different emotions that can flow through you when you're watching a horror movie. And I think that's why I like them so much. Um, they tried to color or they did colorize House on Haunted Hill, but I think no. you should just watch it how it is. Yeah, black and white. You just got to watch how it is. Black and white has a vibe. It has a yeah. vibe. Yeah. And I mean, I could – Vincent Price is just a god. Like <laughs> he's in uh, uh, The Last Man on Earth, which is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. And I just – just watching him is just – you can't look away. You can't look away. <laughs> Why is that guy so charming too? I don't know, so man. He's just incredibly charming. Um, you know, you we we keep kind of circling around and we touch back back on it a little bit. Uh the the family, the community, the idea of horror fans, um the fact that you found someone in in like Georgie who also really liked horror but wasn't exactly those complimentary but not just a mirror of what you enjoyed. So, what is it about horror that creates this community more than say like rom-coms and i don't know maybe there's a rom-com community out there i know there's a lot of people who love rom-coms or why is there more community feel about horror than there is about uh historical fiction or like you know what i'm saying am am i making sense that question because you you know you pop on there's people who love comedies but it seems like the horror fans are more inclusive with one another we were like more about that gathering together of fandom I think maybe it's because that there's less horror fans than there are horror fans, so we kind of take pride in it. Ah, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm just speaking for myself. Like, um, like I think we just kind of like when you find somebody that's into horror like you, it's like, like every like if you walk out on the street right now and ask ten people what their favorite movie is, I would say maybe one or two of them would say it's a horror movie, right? Mm -hmm. So I think when you find that person, it's like a hidden gem. It's like, oh, me too. Like, are you serious? Like, oh, that movie's great. And so, like, you get that instant connection of, like, we're not the majority. We're the minority. And so it creates, like, a special bond with that person because you know that, like, it's just not common. It's just not common. And plus we make it look kind of like what you said. Like, I think we make it, I think a real horror fan kind of makes it a lifestyle. And yeah. like, I, I don't think you could do that with other genres of movies. Like I really don't like, <laughs> try to make like a rom-com lifestyle. You can't have it. <laughs> you can't have it. No way, man. I'm going to try and do it. I'm going to do it now. Rom-com lifestyle. 
I'm all about that rom-com life. I Not. mean, go for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you were around when we used to play that game in the old house, like where uh, we'd have guests over and they had to guess what was Halloween decorations and what were year-round decor. I was not, I mean, I might have been there for that, but I wasn't there for those conversations. So I actually didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Like, um, last names, I guess, we won't like incriminate anyone, but sure. like, for example, Caitlin or someone would come over and yeah. then I would challenge them to guess what was set up in the house year round and what was decorations for Halloween. And that's a fun as hell game. And it's just really fun. She was actually really good at it. She could guess pretty good. I'm telling you, man, you were uh, pretty much my spirit animal in the sense that like i will have like i i'm almost copying you in every part of my life now at this point which kind of sucks but i'm still myself so it's okay but yeah like i'm still doing it the kyle way but yeah like everybody that's at the kyle way only you only you oh yeah nobody wants to be me (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so i'm gonna take a sip as I'm having that sip too. It's nice. I already drink all that and it's, you know, it feels good. So as, as we kind of uh, wrap this up, we just wanted to keep it short and sweet, introduce people to what you're about, what your podcast is going to be about. Um, If you could say, I don't know, give out like a, a recommendation for, for someone who's looking for a a podcast, what is it they're going to find in yours? Cause again, we've talked about it. There's a community out there. So what's going to direct people to ruminations of red rum? I think you're going to find uniqueness and I think you're going to find nothing but people being genuine. I'm not going to do anything to try to get more viewers. I'm not going to try to do anything to get more likes or subscribes. I'm not going to try to do anything to get people to like what I have to say. I'm just going to speak my mind. Mm -hmm. And if you agree with it, you do. And you don't, you don't. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that don't agree with me. And I know there's going to be the few that, you know, tread the key away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think that you're going to find that uh, just just a group of people having a good time and having cool conversations about the shit that you enjoy. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't enjoy horse shit. Yeah. And we don't exclude anybody. Um. I don't care who the fuck you are. As long as you're not hurting somebody, you're welcome in. <laughs> so I love that, man. as long as you're not actually conducting any horror lifestyle, like is, you know, if you're like, you're not a real life slasher, correct. you're welcome. Yeah. Correct. But um, yeah, that's it. Okay. So what do you want to know? Um, let's see. I mean, you, how about let's do a little, a little quick bio on the, your two co-hosts. So tell us a little bit about Georgie. Uh, you gave us a little bit of background about how you guys met, um, but what do you see? What's what's her contribution to the cast? Georgie is probably the smartest person on the podcast, plain and simple. She, I, I'm not articulate. I'm not like crazy. You know, I'm not smart, but I, I have a lot of passion. And I think that's what drives me. Right? <laughs> okay. So Georgie is our. She, dude, she's just smart as fuck. I appreciate sure, yeah. like what I've heard of her so far. Like she makes some really great observations yeah. and dissections about the stuff you guys are watching. Yeah, she's sharp. She's sharp. She makes me. I think what she brings to the table is she just brings things to my attention that I never thought about, and I think mm-hmm. it's super important because it opens my eyes up to things that you know I didn't know was there. Yeah. And uh, she just unlocks that extra level. And uh, 
I think me and her relate more to our horror styles and what we're into than um, Ian. Ian. Ian's your other co-host. Ian is my other co-host, and um, he has a very particular eye for a lot of other things that I'm also interested outside of horror, which is like music and cinematography and things like that. So him and I have really interesting conversations about how certain scenes are broken down or how awesome this soundtrack was or how cool this angle was while some guy was getting murdered. Like uh, just Ian brings the technicality to the thing, to the conversation. And Georgie brings kind of like the wisdom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the, Maybe I don't want to say because again, don't know these both of them super well, but maybe like a book smarts versus like you said, wisdom, like a street smarts, like a, a wise uh, observational uh, outlook. Yeah. No, like did I did I hear uh, perhaps Ian on one of the cast say that he'd uh, taken he'd gone to film school? Is that am I am I thinking someone else on your cast? I think you're thinking someone else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Wow. So yeah, that brings it. It's a really good, well-rounded group to be doing this, man. Yeah, and then you have me, which is just, I'm just an idiot, but I'm <laughs> but a lovable it, idiot. <laughs> lovable idiot. <laughs> so what are we, we going to get back on? Because uh, if, if our listeners recall, we had a couple episodes on the, from the Red Room with an old friend, Jesus. Jesus! And, uh, if you're not listening to Jesus, here we are talking about you again. Is that going to happen? I think the fact that we're already talking about him while he's not on the cast is already making his head way bigger than it already is. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we won't talk about it. No, we'll talk about it. Uh, I think that we should do it pretty soon. I do want to actually do a cast here uh, crossing uh, Rumination Networks. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't had enough time to talk about or talk with the other um, hosts of the other networks, but uh, I want to try to find a few of them that are really into horror and maybe do one with just a crossover. No Ian, no Georgie. I still love you. Don't worry. With hosts, just hosts. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. yeah, yeah. But um, Jay will have on soon. We just got to figure out a horror movie. So, sure. uh, you guys are also going to be covering things like games, um, other horror like mediums. Uh, what do you see uh, as being like? I don't know. Like, what's the through fare there? Like, how they how do they all connect? Just because anything that's scary, anything that's horrific. Um, I'm glad you, I'm glad you touched on this actually because. This is important. Uh, we're not doing just movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are doing video games. We're doing comics. Uh, cool. Cool. I, I don't think we'll ever get to like the literature part of it. Just It'd be <laughs> cool to like break down a book, but I just think it takes too long um, in between to try to do a cast. But video games are very important to me. They're, my, they're a part of my life. I enjoy them. There's so many horror games that get left unplayed, untalked about unappreciated and i and i don't want that to happen so i'm changing that and (laughs) we're gonna talk about those horror games because there's there's some horror games that are better than movies straight up a lot actually i mean what do you think that it is about i mean for me there are films i can watch a lot more easily than a game because it's that personal involvement like i'm gonna be the i'm the character and oh shit i'm dead like that is hard for me to play. I used to love playing horror games. As I've gotten older, I've lost some of the tolerance for it. I just can't take that stress, man. I, it might kill me. I might have a heart attack and die playing a horror game. 
See, yeah, and that's the thing, is, like, with horror games, you're still taking a backseat to the story. Like, it's not you being in the game, right? Like, you're not in the situation. You're still playing a character, but sure. being able to have to control over that character adds a next level of tension that yeah. you won't get from being a passive, you know, viewer in a movie. And I think that's really cool because it's just, like I said, it's another layer added to the whole thing. I don't know. I There's, there, there's some horror games that are straight up just fucking scary. Like, just like they are, and like knowing you have to make the choices to progress in certain things. Like, I know there's people out there that know what I'm talking about. Like, how many times have you walked up to a door and like, I don't want to go in that door, but I know I have to because if I don't want to see it. Like, I'm not watching somebody walk that door. Like, I have to go through that door. I have to make a decision, yeah. and I'm scared out of my mind. So, I don't know. can I tell you the story about Silent Hill 2? Oh God, dude, you could. I can make love to that game. Let's just, I, talk about that. Yeah, let's just talk about that. I was playing that game I, and I had a buddy of mine. Uh, he, he loved Silent Hill as much as I did. We loved the first one. Second one came out and he beat it. I was playing it and I, I couldn't finish it. It was scaring the shit out of me. So he's like, look, man, we have to play through that game. You have to, you have to see it. You have to play through it. I'm going to come over. It's going to be like a Saturday afternoon. We're going to have some chocolate milk sitting right next to us. So we can drink it and still remember there are good things in the world. Hell yes. <laughs> That sounds like a great fucking time, dude. <laughs> We're gonna play it in the middle of the day, and yeah. and that's how scary that motherfucker was. Yeah. Like it was so scary. I was like, okay, I'm gonna play it in the day. But we were playing it, and there's a scene. I think we're rocking through a prison, and we open a door, and when you open the door, it's black outside, and all you hear is like sounds. It was just a sound. I opened the door. I heard that sound. I was like, no, close the door. Fucking turned off the PlayStation, and I quit for the day. I was like, fuck that. I have sound, sound and blackness. Yeah. I have very similar stories about that, but I won't get into those, but yeah, I mean, and that's kind of what I was going back to with, uh, with Ian being the co-host is he, he kind of pays attention to that sound design and that, and that, that music and that sound because sound design and music can set the tone more than visuals like any day. Yeah. Any day. And that's important. And so when it all comes together in a cohesive package, you have something truly fucking beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a big, big deal. Like, for example, aliens, like the, the, the motion tracker. That's pretty intense, man. It's like in my mind that 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 sound of that tracker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, hey, man, like I again, like trying to keep it short for you. I know we got a few edits to make it and keep it short, but let's 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 close on this. Let's sure. close on as people are getting ready to listen to this and then switch over to checking out Ruminations of Red Rum with host Kyle, its co-host Georgie and Ian, and a variety of guests to come. Tell us, Kyle, what was the last movie that scared you? Ooh, I don't get scared. Oh my God, really? So then- so then that's going to open up a whole new conversation. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I honestly, ah, man, dude, I don't even know. I think the last movie to scare me, to truly scare me, was maybe like the Blair Witch Project. Oh, wow. Way back then. Way Blair back then. Really? No, that, far back. that far back, yeah. Dude, I think you got- that. I think that might have been the last one, yeah. I think that might have been the last one. Whoa. And I'm talking about, like, when it came out. So, what, like, 97, 98? I don't remember. 96? 96? 
yeah. That, that was the last time I've been scared by a horror movie. Are, are you shitting me, or are you just like you playing hard? You know what? No, 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 no. I take that back. And then we'll okay. end it on this. It was The Ring. It was The Ring. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and like when I watched it originally, when it first came out, that was probably the last time that I could remember being scared. Okay. So yeah, it's awesome. Well, hey man, as a fan of your podcast, because I've already listened to a couple uh, episodes, um, can I can I be a fan right now? Can I fan out on you? I think we could pencil you in, dude. Hey, look, man, you guys, I would love for you guys to cover some of the, the horror anthology TV series that are out there. Ooh. If you ever can get it, man, I, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on uh, The Haunting of Hill House, mm. Bates Motel. Mm. I, I haven't seen Bates Motel. You, 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 American know, History. you make a good point, though. Sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you. No, go ahead. That was all. I was, I'm just saying. Fucking TV. That's a whole nother subgenre, dude. TV. Yeah. Television TV. horror. I, I, yeah, that's something we could throw in. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, hey, Kyle, again, thank you for joining us on Ruminations from the Red Room. Uh, we're all excited to check out everything that you're going to be publishing and putting out for the uh, Ruminations of Red Rum. Uh, thanks again for taking the time. And, uh, any parting words? Mitch, you're a pioneer. And <laughs> you're a great friend, and I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. I appreciate you just letting me do something about something I'm passionate about and encouraging me to do it, even though I try to make a million excuses to get out of it. And I just appreciate you as a person. And if you guys don't listen to ruminations of anything, you guys are doing it wrong. So boom. <laughs> oh, man, thank you. All right. So check it out. Ruminations of red rum coming soon on the ruminations radio network, ruminations, radio network.com Apple iTunes podcast, wherever you find great shows, check it out, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate it. We'll catch you guys all on the flip side. Have a good night. Stay spooky. Extremely hungover from last night. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Ruminations from the Red Room, brought to you by Ruminations Radio Network. If you like this cast or want to find some other great topics, join me, Hoptimus, host of the Retro Futurist Culture, for great discussions on all things retro future. Check it out and all of our other awesome podcasts at ruminationsradionetwork.com.